Hey, I'm Leanna. And I'm Leah. We're the founders of Planfully, an online marketplace to find and book event pros. And this is our Open House, a podcast that highlights event experts and changemakers on a mission to transform the communities around them. On this episode, we're inviting you in to meet wellness coach and organic skincare artisan, Jessica Jade Batista. She's sharing what self-care should really mean, how to slay easily, and tips for overcoming habitual negative thoughts. So before I got into the wellness space, I actually wanted to work in filmmaking. I yep. wanted to be a, a, a showrunner like Shonda Rhimes, really? a writer mm-hmm. and producer for television shows. I, I actually went to school for it for like about a year. I worked on different sets and television shows, a lot of indie films. I was doing a lot of the production work, yeah. which could easily be a 14-hour day. So I did that for about a year and it was really exhausting. Whoa. I loved every second of it. I was really good at it. Not to toot my own horn, but I was because I'm pretty resourceful. So I loved it. I really had a passion for it. But I realized that my definition of success is having time and the freedom yeah. to do the things that I love outside of Yeah, I want to have a great career. That obviously means being successful to me. But it also, it's more so, can I travel when I want to travel? Right. If I want to go spend the weekend with my mom can I do that and I, I couldn't do it yeah and it's also very sporadic work if for me I needed a little bit more stability so mm-hmm. I decided to be an entrepreneur <laughs> um, so. I didn't mean to laugh but <laughs> I know right I'm like, I need more stability so I'm gonna be an entrepreneur now. I know it's just how it's just how the cookie crumbles but you know what I'll say to that point of choosing entrepreneurship there's a difference between being self-employed and being an entrepreneur And a lot of people don't realize that when you do something that's totally dependent on you, you're truly self-employed. When you're doing something that leverages other resources, other people's time, then you're an entrepreneur because then the business isn't dependent on your efforts solely. Right. That's a very good point. So you still, you're good. I'm trying to be good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I was working in a hospital for four years and then I did the film work for a year. And then um, before I even started the film work, I got got really sick. I was constantly throwing up, taking days off of work. I felt awful. And, and that it just like came out of nowhere? Well, it was symptoms that I had before, okay. but they were exasperated. Um, and I didn't really know why because, you know, when, I, when you're in college, you're like, oh, maybe I'm drinking too much beer. <laughs> right. Okay, let's be serious. Let's yeah. be honest here. Maybe yeah. it's the, all the pizza that I had last night and Chinese food. Like, but after college, I was cooking all my own meals. I was exercising. I was being hella healthy. But for some reason, the conditions that I live with really my entire life were exasperated to a point where maybe because I had to had to be at work and I couldn't just lay in bed all day, oh, yeah. right. I realized why, like, what is going on? So because I worked at a hospital, I threatened my doctor. He was, <laughs> yeah, it was a legit threat. He was a Puerto Rican guy. I'm Puerto Rican and Dominican. He knew my crazy. I'm about to be in your office every two weeks. I've made my appointments for three months. Oh, and he's like, what? I better figure this out. Yeah, and I kept my word. I went to his office for two months straight until wow. we actually figured out what was wrong. Because I realized that I had to be an advocate for myself. Right. And I'm a very outspoken person, but a lot of people aren't like me. Yeah. And it was a privilege also at the same time because I worked at a hospital. I had great insurance. And so we figured out I had celiac disease, which is an autoimmune disease where your body just cannot digest wheat, rye, barley, and this protein called gluten. And it's something that you live with your whole life. The crazy thing is a lot of people have celiac disease. They don't know it. And yes, the stomach aches suck. The throwing up sucks. The diarrhea sucks. But what sucks most is not realizing that in 10, 15 years, you can have reproductive issues. Mm. That, that it's linked oh, to wow. dementia. Oh, mm. I didn't know that. That you can get osteoporosis at like 35. But it's know. good to know what the issue is. What the root cause is, yeah. When he told me I had celiac disease, I like celebrated. The reason I got into health coaching 
into like making skincare products yeah. because during that time I got a bout of eczema in my upper body that looked like leprosy. It looked oh, like a man. disease in the Bible. It looked like something that's <laughs> not real. Like I some biblical shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like I had grayscale. Well, fast forward, you now incorporate mindset and it's a whole inside outside approach. How does mindset also affect how we're navigating like businesses, how we're navigating, how we show up at work, our health? Your mindset really does have everything to do with it. Just as I mentioned earlier, if I didn't have the mindset of I'm going to figure out what's wrong with me and my life isn't going to be this shitty life that every time I eat, I feel like crap. I didn't have a positive mindset during those times. I literally felt like I was dying sometimes. I probably would have just given up and not pestered my doctor and not been diligent about follow-ups to figure out what was actually wrong with me and that translates into everything that you do in life in a way you have to have like this strong will to like make yourself think positive thoughts i listen to affirmations i meditate i record myself saying affirmations to myself i find it so powerful to like write down an affirmation and record yourself and listen to yourself saying it. Self-talk. I literally will write down like, I am a successful entrepreneur. I am talented. I'm a talented host. I'm a effective wow. coach. You know, and it's all about the I am. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, I want to be. I think I can be. No, you are. are I right, am yeah. this thing. It's an active practice that you need to have. Yeah. You're not just, bo- not everyone is born as a positive thinker. I always say that I was born into a very negative family. And it's due to generational trauma and mental illness and all the stuff so i wasn't born into a family that's all perky and happy and gung-ho like we're great everything's amazing you could do what you want no and so i really have to work you have to work work, yeah doing things like that have really helped me elevate my mindset when it comes to entrepreneurship wellness relationships everything it's probably the most useful skill to have and teach your children just because there are going to be struggles no matter how talented or naturally great you are at some point in life you're going to fail and it's about the ability to like persevere and keep working through i love that that also goes to the growth mindset shout out carol dweck (laughs) it's a great book changed my life but yeah it's all it all starts in the mind what would you say is the thing that you help people with the most through your coaching so the funny thing is people always come to me for like a healthier diet or to lose weight, but we end up doing so much more. The crux of everything is your diet and your exercise and that kind of thing, right? Because if your diet is shit, it doesn't matter if you exercise, if you exercise, you know what I mean? Yeah. However, yes, we always end up talking about mindset. That's the first thing that I start with because if your mind isn't right, you're not going to do the workouts. You're not going to change your diet. Yeah. Um, we end up talking a lot about relationships. Are most of your clients male or female? They're mostly female, but I work with a lot of men. I feel like women put so much into their relations with others. We just think so much about other people. We do. In Bell Hooks, All About Love, something that was really revolutionary for me is that love, when you think about it, usually you start thinking about how that relates to you and someone else. And she was like, no, like what about love with yourself? And you have to start there. That is so key. And I think what I find the most interesting thing is women really aren't the only ones who think that way. Women will talk about it more. Women are more open about true, that. True, yeah. true, true. Men yeah. go through some shit. <laughs> and they just box it up. They don't talk about it. Societal norms yeah. say that they are not allowed to express their emotions from the day that they're like six or something. Another thing I want to bring up is the term self-care. As a wellness coach, how often do you use that word? Do I, you? I use it all the time. What does it mean? So I know self-care has a stigma for sure, especially nowadays. Right. Everybody talks about mental health now. Everybody talks about self-care now. Everybody talks about self-love now. Mental health and self-love are more accepted than self-care because people think self-care is shallow. People will be like, oh, it's a mani-pedi. 
Right? Or I did that face mask, girl. Treat yourself. Yeah. Face mask Monday. Face Done. Mask Check. Monday. Self-care for the week. Done. That's not self-care. It could be. Sometimes that's what you need. Right. Sometimes you just need a way to relax, and that's, like, the way in which you're going to relax, right? Right. But self-care can be so much more, and it's all about how you define it for yourself. For me, self-care is doing everything that you don't want to do, but you know you need to do. So self-care to me is exercise. I'm a health coach. I don't love exercising, but I do it. Why? Because it's part of my self-care practice. Why? Because exercising is going to help me care for my body, for right. myself. Drinking that green smoothie, sometimes I don't want it. But you know what? I know I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah. But you know what? Those greens are going to help fuel my body and give me energy for the rest of the day. So it's not always about what you want to do. It's no. about what you need and to that's do. that's what the big misconception that. yeah. is. People have this idea that it's just the fun stuff. And it is the fun stuff. Don't get me wrong. I love a Betty more than anybody. But it's also going to therapy. Having that tough conversation with your friend who continues to surpass your boundaries. It's about all of that. The nitty gritty. Agreed. Totally. Yeah, you recently did a post on Instagram as it relates to like the hustlers about slaying easefully. You said, for you, the definition of success is balance over hustle, ease over struggle, alignment over multitasking. How can we slay easefully? I think that especially as women, we try to keep up with a patriarchal society. Men run on a 24-hour hormonal cycle where they're like, their hormones go up and their hormones go down when they sleep and then they go up when they wake up and then they go down when they sleep. Our hormones are very different than men, right? So we go through four different phases in our hormones and some weeks we are ready to get it. (laughs) Go, 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 go. And some weeks we need to lay down and sleep an extra hour. I thought something was wrong with me because there are weeks when I'm so tired. No, honey, that is your body telling you what you need. And so I came up with this concept during a brunch at the beginning of the year with a friend, Liana. And she was like, girl, you're doing too much. That got me thinking. And I'm like, wow, I need to live more in alignment. As a coach, that's what I try to teach my clients. But as as an entrepreneur, I am failing at living in alignment, right? What does alignment mean? It means finding something that you love to do and doing it easily. It shouldn't be that hard. Like everything in life is work, right? So I'm not saying that you're not going to work at it to make it better, to know more, to be more knowledgeable, but it means doing it with ease. You shouldn't feel this panicky sense of desperation. Because you're also putting that energy into what you're doing. So my tip to anyone who would like to slay easily Easefully. is to focus on a thing. Not all the things. I'm not saying, like, listen, I'm a coach. I'm a speaker. I have a skincare line. I do a lot of things. But sometimes I'm like, all right, this month I'm going to focus solely on my skincare line and how to make it the best skincare line I can. How am I going to up-level this? Choose a thing and put your all into it. And don't deviate. And I think women in particular, like, not just entrepreneurs, moms, wives, sisters, friends. Like, we want to do be, do and be everything for everyone and be good at it. But it's an unfair amount of burden to put on yourself. And it's almost impossible. It is impossible. You can't do it without help. Surround yourself with people who are interested in the work that you're doing and let allow Unity. them to help you. You can't do it on your own. But you can do it. You just need help and you need to focus on one thing at a time. On the topic of surrounding yourself with the right people, you've amassed a bit of a following on Instagram. What's the impact that you hope to have on the people who are surrounding themselves with you, your community? Honestly, my why for everything that I do is to empower women, right? And so my goal has always been How can I empower women to practice, yes, self-care and to embrace their feminine health? That's it. What can I do on this earth today that's going to help women feel a little bit more emboldened, a little bit more self-confident to go for 
you know, the green smoothie, to do that workout today, to, you know, switch over to organic skincare instead of, you know, whatever they're using, to, you know, tell their boyfriend, I don't like when you do this or that. You know, you have to set boundaries. You have to try to live your healthiest life. What can I do? When did you come up with that? Or when did you see that mission? I hate to say this because it sounds so fake, but it just came to me. Mm -hmm. I think after everything that I went through with celiac and my skin being a hot mess and just seeing the relationships that the women in my family were having with themselves. I love the women in my family. They are some badass women. They're strong women. They're beautiful women. But they never allowed themselves to be vulnerable and mm. to do something for themselves. They've always cared for their children. They've yeah. cared for everyone but them. And I, what did I see? I saw sick women. Women who got ovarian cancer. Women who had cancer in their fallopian tubes. Women who were who would come home exhausted after working 10 hours to help their kids with homework and never focused on themselves. My mom had cancer and I didn't know for like five years. What? I didn't know until five years later. She, would, she didn't tell us. Whoa. Because she didn't want to be a burden on us. Wow. Can you imagine? I can't. I can't imagine. Can you imagine going through chemo? I and can't. Like on, I, on your own, I can't. And we weren't babies. Right. We were in high school. Oh, I can't even. You know what I mean? I was 18. Right? That question kind of gives me goosebumps because I think that that's where it all stems from. It's a combination of my own life experiences and how advocating for myself and focusing on my health allowed me to like up level. Yeah. And how my family, the women in my family never did. And it's not because they don't want to. It's because they they were never taught that it was okay to care for themselves. It's about everybody else. Like you can focus on yourself and your family and do all these things while being healthy. You can do that. But yeah. It starts with you. Yeah. It's like Bell Hooks said, the way you love yourself is the way you love everybody else. I guess I'm glad for the Instagram movement of self-care because if that's what it's going to take for this generation to break that cycle, then so yeah. Cheers to self-care. Cheers to self-care, <laughs> man. Yes. <laughs> care for yourself. So. Where can we find you? What's coming up? What's new? What's on the horizon? Everything that I do, from the coaching to the girl talk show to the Sunkiss organic skincare line, can be found at jessicajade.co. So what's coming in the horizon is that I have a new campaign coming out on Indiegogo. It's Ooh. to raise fifteen to twenty thousand dollars in capital to really up level my brand. We did a total label redesign. Your skincare. Yes, for my skincare line. It's organic. It's handcrafted in Harlem by me. I use recipes that my great-grandmother, who's alive, thank God, in Puerto Rico, oh. and I kind of did together because she would send me coconut oil from Puerto oh, Rico. So I know. She always sent us coconut oil when we were kids yeah. from coconuts on her farm. Um, when I was actually going through eczema, I called her when the steroid cream was just too much, and she gave me advice on like what to make to help heal my skin, and it worked. Wow. Like, I still saw that bomb. It's the floral bomb. And it worked. It really did help me heal my skin because it started healing my skin before I even changed my diet. I actually took products to her this January when I went to Puerto Rico. I had She must her. be so proud. Girl, yeah. don't, I'm about to cry. She, when I walked in the door, she looks at me. She's little, just like me. I'm like, I think I'm her twin. I don't know. Like, we have the same body type. We got this big booty and like these round cheeks. And she, I walk in the door and she just starts crying. And she says, you're everything I thought you, I, you would be. Aww. Do you know how, girl, I had, like, it literally makes me want to cry to this day because she was just so, so sweet. I have to add something into that on the topic of Nipsey Hussle. So he said, when it comes to your mom and your grandma, there's nothing material that you can do or give them that would ever make them happy. The only thing you can give them is to make them proud of you. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> literally, there's no, no physical thing would ever please your parents. That's so sweet. Everybody. That's so true. Like, it's so true. Oh. No, it's fine because it really, that's what happened. Like when I got there, 
you know she was just so happy to see me and so proud of like what i do and um that meant a lot to me yeah. yeah, you're carrying on her legacy I know. too. She's like, you're the so only one beautiful. who cares about skincare. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, you're the only one who wants to talk to me about products. I'm Aww. like, I know, right? <laughs> so she's actually coming this summer. I talked to her the other day. She was packing her, her maleta, which is her suitcase. <laughs> she's packing she's already for already a summer trip. For the summer, she's like, I'm leaving. I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to New York City to be with you guys. I hate it here. I'm bored. And so she's just such a thug. My grandma, she is a gangster. I can't even explain why grandma Teo. She's so funny. But anyway, she's great. She helped me with my skincare line i showed her the products she was like oh my god these are so good and she was like do you you still use stuff from her farm yeah like her coconut oil because she's getting older Mm -hmm. and it's like tough for her to like she's a cane now strong but she still needs her cane and if i told her she would be trying to climb up a damn coconut tree give her coconuts (laughs) because she's wild she is wild wild but no so i haven't been using it but i've been talking to my uncles who live over there to see if there's some way that we can get the product here but it's tricky because shipping right yeah stuff so we're trying to figure it out but but she's so excited for for this campaign i told her what i was trying to do and what i was raising the money for which is a sort of an organic certification and sourcing products in bulk and buying more manufacturing equipment so that i can make bigger batches so she's excited she can't wait to see me in action yeah because mm-hmm. she has never been able to see that but she's going to be here this summer so yeah she and to be actually... a part of it in real time she's yeah. so excited for that so it's just that's what's coming up great grandma's coming we're gonna make products <laughs> together it's gonna be great thanks for listening to planfully's open house let us know what you think and subscribe If you have any recommendations, questions, or need some event planning help, hit us up at team at planfullyevents.com. And we're on the gram at planfully.events. Special thanks to the internets for teaching me how to start a podcast. This is Planfully reminding you to celebrate life. Till next time.